Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talking Games podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. So it's it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, I guess only two weeks since the last episode came out. Yes. But more like a month for a us. A month for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a lot of stuff has happened. Oh yeah. We played some games. Took some adventures. Yes. You you went to Disney World. Yes. With your two young children. Yes. How was that? It was nice. Um, we go every year because my kids are wildly spoiled. I didn't go to Disney World till I was like 15 years old, and I thought it was lame because I had a girlfriend at that point, and I was like, I don't want to be here with my family. And then little did I know that I'd be spending the rest of my life going there. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I really enjoy it. I mean, that's why I go every year. Um, went with the family. Uh, so the kids' grandparents were there. I brought my uncle because um, he hadn't been to Disney since he was 15. Oh, wow. So it had been a while for him, and then we have friends down there that we met up with, and uh, it was a good time. We survived the hurricane, which was really not a big deal where we were, uh, but they closed the parks, which was something. Uh, oh, it's only the fourth time that since the, I think, 70, 70 or 71 that they've closed the parks. Oh, wow. So when you think about it, um, they lost a lot of money that day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what's cool is like we, you know, we have friends down there who – you know, live in the area. And so they, they like fill us in on a lot of tips. And like over the years, I've picked up like a lot of like, here's what Florida people do. Like here's how to park at Disney world without spending any money. And here's like, you know, how to avoid the lines on these things and so on and so forth. But we went to dinner at uh, Ohana, which is one of their restaurants. And we were watching, it was just the six of us, so me and my wife and two other couples with a nice night away from the kids eating really good food. But we could see the park, uh, we could see Disney World, we could see the castle in the distance, and there was like the fireworks going off, and it was like, oh, one of the guys was like, yeah, they spent like $6 million a day in fireworks. It was like, okay, well, that's just lunacy. Yeah. And so when you think about that, and like the fact that they closed all their four parks for like one day, it's like, I can't imagine how much money that they were just like, all right, we're just going to write this off. Um, but yeah, like the hurricane wasn't a big deal. Of course, one of my kids got sick, because that's what they do. Uh, but it was a good trip. Um, it was like a week and a half, and I need a vacation from that because <laughs> when you go like go away with kids like as i've found out after having them okay for a second i thought i turned my mic off um you did when you just i there. did <laughs> i thought i did and then i was like oh let me fix this and then i turned it off okay. anyway yeah, you're doing this weird you're gripping the microphone I'm gripping the microphone like, like you're like a rock singer or yeah. something um it's not relaxing when you go go away with kids at all. My son tried to drown himself. Oh. Yeah, he's like learning how to swim. And, you know, we were very cautious. The, the house that we rented had a safety net uh, to make sure the kids couldn't get in the pool. But, you know, he had his floaties on. He's four years old. He's in swimming lessons. When I was in the pool with him, I took off his floaties and we practiced swimming. And he was doing okay. But he was always fearful. So I don't know what he was thinking. We took his floaties off for lunch. My youngest son was taking a nap. And I'm in the kitchen watching him. My uncle's outside. Um, and I'm watching him just like walk over towards the pool and then just like climb in the deep end and start wading in. And I was like, what are you doing? And so I started running out of the house and he was just, his toys were set up on like the opposite side of the pool. And it's probably like a five feet from one end to the other. Um, but he had lined his toys up on the opposite end. And so he like, he just absentmindedly was like, I'm going to go get them. He wasn't in any danger because my uncle was like four feet away from him. Mm -hmm. But just like that absentmindedness of kids where it's like, I could do this. I've seen it on TV once. I could do this right now. And so, yeah, there was one of those. Then he disappeared in, at one of the parks for, for a minute and a half where I was running around like a lunatic screaming his name. I was that dad. Mm -hmm. It's a great. It's a great trip. You were living your own uh, heavy rain. God. Yeah. That's a throwback. Yeah. Jason. 
so w- you and I are sitting at this giant table. Giant table. All alone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has left us. It's going to be this way for a while. It's going to be this way for a while. Um, so obviously Steve uh, departed officially a few weeks ago. And uh, Jackie is taking a leave of absence in- indefinitely. Yeah. We're not... It- She's not going to be on the show for the foreseeable future. Uh, she I may mean, re- we just tell everybody you fired her. Yeah, exactly. Well, I said, Justin, <laughs> I said, since I've joined the show, everybody except for you has left. <laughs> so it seems like I'm coming in and firing, my firing everybody. Yeah. Um, next week, it's just going to be me. Uh, but she uh, she may come back. She may not. We, we're, uh, it, she doesn't want to come on and say goodbye because she then feels it's final and she yeah. doesn't want to do that. She's like, well, I, I want to come back on. I just can't do it right now, which is fine. Like, hey. We've said this multiple times with people who have left the show. Like, like life's life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes life gets in the way of doing these things. Yeah. So for the foreseeable future, until we figure something out, it's Bobby and I. Yeah, we're we're working on it. We've got some got some people in mind, and but we're gonna make we're gonna make sure it's the right fit. And make yeah. sure it's the right situation. Um. So yeah. So that's foreseeable future. It'll be Justin and I. Um, maybe with guests here, here and there, uh, yeah. popping in and out. But uh, we'll let you know when that guest is actually a member of the official podcast crew. And then forward. we could say their goodbye for them when they leave <laughs> yeah, too, exactly. or when Bobby fires them. <laughs> when, I, when I fire them, um, at least is is Steve the only one who said like goodbye on the air? Yes, I've had to say <laughs> goodbye for everybody else. <laughs> That's really funny. Rob, Bob, Chuck, and now Jackie. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yep. There you go. There you go. So yeah. So foreseeable future, we got a lot to talk about, and we're 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 steamrolling towards game of the year, end of the year discussions, which is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Oh well, well Steve's coming back. Steve's for coming that back one. for that. So we'll ha- we'll have Steve back for that one, um, and hopefully by December we'll have someone else permanent on the show. Yes. We'll. we'll, we'll We'll see how that all goes down, but a lot of games are coming out right now. A lot of games have come out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, oh man, it's like, it's like it's. I was gonna say it's raining games, but then I realized how ridiculous that sounded. <laughs> but I mean, in a way that it, it is. Uh, when I wrote the post for the show today, I was like, oh, it's that time again, and I was like, I remember writing this last year. I can't believe a year has passed. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's that time of year where it's just like, seriously, my wallet is hurting. We're, and we're definitely in the the, the shooter. The shooter window. Right I almost now. named this uh, this episode FPS season. Yeah, it definitely is. But I thought I wait till next week because that's when Battlefield comes out. Yeah, and I would just call it shooter season because Gears of War obviously is not an FPS, but it's definitely a shooter. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're in like this this hallway of of, of big shooters, and then um, a couple more games after that that aren't there aren't shooters coming out. Um. But yeah, we're in the middle of it right now. Um. I've been playing Gears of War 4. I have also been playing Gears of War 4. How far are you? Um, I just passed the halfway point, j- judging by chapters. Okay. So I finished um, the first three chapters, or first acts. First three acts. acts, yeah. yeah. And I have just finished the first chapter of the next act. Okay, so you're on Act 4, Chapter act four, 1. Act 4, Chapter 2. I'm just starting 2 now. Okay, so I'm on Act 4 as well, the last chapter of Act 4. Um and there's five acts in the game, and yeah. there's only like two chapters in Act Five. I something. thought it was four. It was the smallest one. Maybe I'm wrong. It's, I, yeah. Okay. The third one was the longest one. It had six chapters. Yeah. The third one was was long. Third one uh, took me about. It took me as long to beat Act Three as it took me to beat Act One and Two together. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, so it's a game. In, it's in five acts, and 
you play as JD Phoenix, who is Marcus Phoenix, Marcus Phoenix's son. Uh, and Marcus Phoenix is in the game and that's been in all the ads and, and everything yeah. as well. Uh, Justin, what, what's sort of like your history with Gears of War? Uh, I've played all of them, mm. uh, except for Judgment. I never got into Judgment. I'm the same. Um, but I played through the you know the the first three games extensively. Beat them. Some of them beat them multiple times, going for achievements when that was when that was my thing. Um, Bob, if Bob is listening to this, which he probably is, uh, Bob and I played three co-op. Um, oh, cool. and we were playing on hardcore until we got to the final boss, where Bob repeatedly banged his head against the wall and died a bunch so he had to lower the difficulty but no that was just a hard that was a hard boss like i remember i remember playing that and being like it was a strange game because three on hardcore was really easy up until that final boss and it was like they were like oh we forgot to amp up the difficulty the whole game and so they like threw it at you at in the the end and then finally after like a couple hours i was like forget it let's just drop the difficulty and beat this thing uh and i thought it was like i thought it was good when i was finished the third game i was done with it i was like i was like that was a good series, but like the the way that the game had played out, the movement, the the cover base shooting, it kind of had like grown a little bit stale for me by the time three ended. And so I was like, all right, this is like a good place to leave it. But I'll always be thankful for Gears of War because they introduced horde mode, which everybody has copied to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think I played I played through them all once. Uh, so my memories of one especially are very vague because uh, I played it when it, when it came out uh, and it really enjoyed it. It's ten years now, uh, and remember, and remember th- how visually impressive it, it was oh, yeah. at the time, and you know, and the second one I remember being pretty disappointed in, uh, as far as just like uh, the the sort of mission structure and the the narrative stuff. It had big, cool set pieces. Which I, was that the one where you have to, there's like the under there's like the the white whale thing that eats you, like the yeah the worm thing, the worm thing that eats you. Yeah, yeah okay, you have to run through the teeth like the like it's a Mario level with the 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 thwomps or whatever. Okay. Um, and you're, it's the one where you're on the boat, right? You're trying to shoot the thing in the water. I think that's two. I think that's two. It might be three. I'm not sure. But I remember, uh, but three I loved. Three I thought was sort of the, the best of, uh, it had sort of the big bombastic stuff that was happening in two, but I thought really did a good job with story and, and character and kind of embraced how ridiculous it was in, in, in a lot of ways where I felt like the first two really were more like, look how cool these guys are and the third one was a little bit more tongue-in-cheek self-aware self-aware but it also like i thought that it had some good sort of emotional moments in it as as well um and like uh i love that that like that coal uh like football coal train coal train but whatever the the the, that scene you do where you're sort of like flashbacking to like it's like you're playing that football game or whatever that they that, that they play but it's you don't remember that. Mission? I honestly can't remember okay. anything about three except for the end. All right, okay. Um, you took the do rag off at the end of. Three. I know. <laughs> do you fight the weird uh, human locust queen at the end of three? No, they never saw. They never went into okay. any of that. All right, okay. I mean, they 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 left this big open mystery. Like, who is this person? Why does she look human? Why is she the only locust person that looks human? Um, I forget the second enemy's name. The Lambit. Lambit. Yeah, the Lambit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I kind of got lost in all of that. Uh, I just remember shooting stuff. Like I, to me, like Gears of War, the story was just like whatever. Yeah, it was like a, a dude bro shooter. Oh yeah, for sure. And it had fun mechanics. Yeah, and horde mode was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's my memory of Gear, Gears of War. Yeah, a lot of horde mode uh, for Gears of War three. Uh, 
back in the very early days of talking comics, Steve, Stephanie, and I would play all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's a great mode, obviously. So, you know, I was like you, though. After three, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. I didn't play Judgment. Yeah, so I didn't feel the need to go to Judgment. Um, and when they when they announced four, I was kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but in the lead up to it, I started to get kind of, in the last time we talked about this in the last show, I got I started to get excited about it. You know, I was like, okay, like, I think I'm ready to play a Gears of War game. Um, I haven't played a game like this in a while. Uh, they don't really make as many, like, straight up, like, third person cover based shooters anymore. Uh, th- th- those mechanics are in everything now. You know, every open world game there is, is like a third person cover based shooter mm-hmm. in some ways. But they don't make the strip ones like Gears of War it, it, anymore as much. So I was excited to play it. Um, and it looked, it looked like it was going to look really, really good. And, and now that I've played, I think I put six hours or something into the game or whatever it might be. Uh, I think, Hey, like I, I, I bought it on disco and playing it on Xbox. I've been playing it on PC mostly because the real reason is because I was like, this download is like 60 gigs. I don't got room in my hard drive for this. <laughs> I ordered it off Amazon. I got like pretty hyped for it mm-hmm. when I saw like, uh, the horde mode stuff. Yeah. I was like, all right, I, I want to just play this. So I knew I was going to play it on my buddy in Florida. I was like, yeah, I'll pick it up. It's like, all right, cool. So I ordered it two days before it came out on Amazon, and they couldn't give me a ship date. Oh, really? Which is weird. Amazon's never done that. Yeah. And so like uh, two, three days after it came out, I still hadn't had it. And so I was like, I'm just going to cancel my order. And the morning I was going to cancel it, I started downloading it on the Xbox. <laughs> so I called them. I'm like, I want to cancel. Or I, I tried canceling. They wouldn't let it. They, they said, like, oh, no, it's in shipping, even though it still had no right. estimated arrival. So I got in contact with them, and they were like, what's going to happen is we'll, it'll ship out and we'll cancel it immediately, return it to us. You won't have to do anything. It won't even show up at your house. Okay. The next day it was at my house. Of course. Uh, so I already, I've already returned it. But yeah, like it was a it was a hefty download. I was downloading that in fours at the same time. Oh boy. So yeah, it was on for like the whole day. Those are big downloads. Yeah. So uh, I got it on the Xbox. It looks great on it the Xbox fantastic. One. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, the weather effects are, are really nice. Uh, you've probably seen the trailers they have and they do these big sort of wind flare storm thing those in the original game no no they're like, where were those the whole time they're new well they say there's a line of dialogue maybe you probably you probably have get, no maybe you haven't gotten to it yet there's a line of dialogue where the guy says like oh they say this started because of holes in the ozone layer and before they said it started because of this you know oh, okay. so it's like a new phenomenon okay. in the last 20 years at least they like reference that. it in some way yeah they do reference it in, in some way um but i yeah so i'm about six or seven hours in and I'm definitely enjoying my time. I think there's some really cool dynamic stuff that they do. They've big set piece moments, which are really nice. Um, did I don't? Want, no, I can't say because I don't think you got. I don't know if you've done it yet. I've just came out of. Well, are you out of the mine yet? I'm out of the mine. Okay, so that sequence where you get out of the mine, yeah, I don't want to spoil what it is. It's cool and it's not like anything else in the game. No, so it's neat um, and it looks great. Uh, but for me, I think the main thing for me is like, and this is, and I was gonna text this to you. But it's such a ridiculous thing to say that I wanted to say it to your face so oh, I could see your reaction. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> and this is not the game's fault, right? This is just like the way, uh, the way, maybe where I am. But like, there's a lot of just shooting stuff in Gears of War. <laughs> there is. And I know that there's way it's always been. I'm sure it's the way it's always been. But I feel like a lot of the time, this, the, the encounters that I'm going into they're not very interesting or dynamic. It's like, okay, run up, get behind this cover, and then just pop off until all the guys are dead. That's Gears of War. I know, I, and maybe I'm just, I have a fonder memory Honestly, of that before. Honestly, you're not alone, because when I was playing it, um, I'm not that far behind mm-hmm. you, and during that 
third chapter, I was like, man, we are shooting a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's just like room after room of monster closets and mm-hmm. like, and you know, waist high cover. Mm-hmm. We're just like, you know, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be battling people here. And in my mind, I'm like thinking like, I'm shooting a lot, but that like in my other side of my mind is like, well, that's Gears of War. That's, and that's what we're doing. That's exactly what I'm sitting there thinking while I'm playing it. But I, there, I feel like um, there's just either the battles go on a little too long, or I think that's it. You know, and I think that's what it is because I, because it feels like okay, let's shoot for five to ten minutes, then let's have like a one minute cutscene, and then we're shooting again for five to ten. Yeah, minutes. like I think the game needs to be spaced out a little bit better. Yeah, those. The thing about gears for me, I'm going to backtrack for one second is. As I'm playing it right now, by far, this one is my favorite. Okay. By far. Um, I think it is legitimately funny. It is. There are lines in here, especially after you go get Marcus. Mm -hmm. There, I mean, in the 20 minutes after you get Marcus, he says something, like, it's John DiMaggio. Mm -hmm. He says some of the most ridiculous lines (laughs) that I do not want to spoil. But I found myself, I'm playing with my friend Andy. Mm -hmm. We are legitimately laughing. And I do not remember laughing once in Mm -hmm. any of the first three games. Um. I think the set pieces are bigger and better than yeah. they've been in any of the other games. That's absolutely I agree with you. Um, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just this thing where it's like I'm actually kind of invested in what's going on that I want to have a little bit more dialogue between the characters. So I'd love a little bit of like exposition like as we're walking. Yeah. Like give me five minutes of like not shooting anybody but like w- while we're traveling to a new place. There's not a lot of that so far. Yeah. There, um, there's not a lot of it in general. In, in the beginning there was a little bit Mm-hmm. Where I was like, this is a great balance, but in the middle, it's like it's very gear. It's like it's very gears of war. So yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of like, let's shoot dudes and then have like a minute of conversation and let's shoot more dudes. Yeah, and, and I I think the beginning of the game, I think the first two acts of the game, um, have a great pace to them, and and they run very fast, and they're very diverse in what they're doing because they're throwing different things at you and situations at you. They're changing up enemy types. I mean, obviously the robot enemies you fight at the beginning are completely different than what you're fighting in the middle of the game. I love it when they get dropped out of the ship and they start landing on stuff and rolling at you. Yeah. I I think that's awesome. It's cool. And and they throw actually horde mode stuff into the single player campaign. Yeah, that stuff kind of gets tiresome. Yeah, the... It's too. It goes on a little bit too long. Yes, the first time, the first one when you're in that village, I was fine with. The second one you have to do when you're going, the second where you're going down on like this big mine elevator or whatever, that it's way too long. And um, it it doesn't take what's really great about horde mode. Like there are aspects of horde mode there, but like I love the horde mode in this game. We'll yeah. get to that. It just it doesn't do enough of it. Like I wish. In Horde mode, you kill people, you get money, you run back to the fabricator, yeah. you could build more things. I wish it actually just for like for a split second like broke the game mm-hmm. and was like I, you know if they gave me a reason for it like oh if I take the bone chips out of this thing I could add you know out of these enemies I could add it into the fabricator and build more defenses. But like you get like a static thing where it's like you have X amount of money, which makes no sense. Yeah. Um, as it is, it makes no sense. Yeah, that, that's why I don't think it'd be breaking the game because you get X amount of money, but you get that X amount of money after every round of people of them coming in. Yeah. So they're already doing it. They're already being like, for some reason now you have 20,000 credits. Yeah. You didn't have them before. So just let me exactly break the game, break like the narrative of the game for a second and be like, this is horde mode. Yeah. And you're and already doing it. You're anyway. already doing it. Yeah. So like all you're seeing is like, Oh, when they die, I'm picking something up from them and then running it back to the fabricator to add more money. Yeah. And the point of the fabricator too, in, in the fiction of the game is just that it creates things out of energy. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like a, like a, 
futuristic slot machine or a futuristic vending machine. It's not like it's like, here, put in your $20 yeah. and get a gun. It's just weird that they, they do it with money. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Um, and the second one is definitely, that one I was, I got a little frustrated about because I was like, not because it was, I, I, did, I think I died once or twice, but like the, it wasn't even that that was getting me. It was just like, this is really, like, and it was, it's one of those things where, you know, you have the sense in games, you're like, okay, this is obviously the last wave or this is like the last thing before the end of this encounter you, you get that feeling as you play games yeah. most of the time in Gears of War 4 I'm like okay this is the last part and then there's at least one more yeah. thing and and I think that like I said the first two acts I really liked I love the way it opens where it, like vignettes from like the Pendulum Wars yeah. to the, that was cool that was real cool um, but then when you get in act 3 and I think act 3 like we said before is the longest of the acts it drags on a little it bit. It drags too long. on too long, and that's when it, and that's when the game starts to get very samey as far as like the Gears of War formula, because uh, you know you you stop fighting robots and you start fighting these these the swarm these swarm creatures, which are basically locusts, just with under a different name. Yeah, they, I mean they have the same type of things going on. They have emergence holes. Yeah, you know, and everything like that. So, um, and so you get a lot of that going, and, and nothing to break it up, and then. You get those moments where you're outside, and I think some of the stuff is cool where you can shoot the like those barriers and knock the cover out from the enemies and stuff yeah. like that in the wind. And, more, and the uh, the enemies are more aggressive in this game. Oh yeah, they definitely are. they run up at you and they flank you. Yeah. And if, yes. you're, if you're behind cover, they'll jump over the cover at you. And yeah. if you are down, they will come find you. Yeah, the AI is definitely a lot better, um, which is good in this one. Uh, but I found it to be you know you get outside, but then but they also start to outlive the novelty of those windstorms as well because every time you're outside it's like up oh, here comes a windstorm and you have to do the same thing you've done yeah. every other time and it's it, it's fun like it's it's a cool it's a cool wrinkle to what you're doing but it, you can just start to feel the pattern in the middle of the game it's very, they, they, they went for like a safe thing which yeah. is to me it's fine yeah new studio tackling an existing franchise i mean a brand new studio yeah um you know, they they, they kind of went outside the box on some things, and then towards the middle of the game, they went like very safe. Mm-hmm. I'd be excited. Like, I'm not obviously not done with the game yet. Yeah. I'm like, super excited to finish it. I'm gonna be playing tonight, but I'd like to see them do more of that new stuff. I uh, like you know tweak the horde mode thing. Like, I like the I like the fact that it's in the campaign. I think it's mm-hmm. a nice uh, like a cool thing. There's ve- there's a vehicle sequence in the game. I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean there were vehicle sequences in the other ones, but yeah. not like this. They've always had vehicle sequences, but not like this. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's very cool. I want to. I want to see them. Like, so, I mean, so far, Gears of War is like far surpassed anything that I could have hoped for. It. Mm. I love the horde mode in this game. I haven't got it was the first thing. Yet. It was the first thing I went and did <laughs> before I even touched campaign. I was with a couple of guys and we we're like, oh, let's let's run the horde mode." And of course, one of our guys put it on hardcore, and we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> but like quickly, uh, and I think they had done this in three. Was you know, you have your standard. You got to survive fifty waves. Um, but now there's individual classes in horde mode. Uh, so there's like a, a sniper class, a soldier class, a heavy class, I don't engineer think they did that. class. This, I think that's, that's new for Gears of War 4, I um, think. So you have this, um, I almost said fornicator. That would have been great. <laughs> this fabricator that's like a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the rounds, you have X amount of money. And it's like you could put up these defenses. It could be, you know, you, you don't start with a lot. So it's like either these slowing strips. Um, but eventually, as you kill things, um, you get to pick up money that they drop and then you run it back and then you could start building more advanced things. Um, turrets and you know, s- slowing turrets and bullet turrets and all that stuff. 
um, you know, every 10th wave, there's a boss battle and the boss battles are intense. Oh, yeah. Um, but like what's cool is like each individual class levels on its own. So you have an overall level yourself. Oh, okay. And then each of the individual classes, like I'm the soldier class. Um, so I'm ranked two with the soldier class now. At rank, at rank one, you get an open card slot. So like I chose for I want 10% bonus damage on my primary weapon. At rank three, I can open up another card slot and then equip two things at one time. Um, I have not not far enough yet to see how that progresses. I know that there are microtransactions in the game. You could also just use ex- regular experience, but I heard it takes a while mm-hmm. to get better cards or to rank the cards that you have up already. Right. Um, but like the cool thing is like yeah, but like we were playing and we got to wave twenty one, and when we had to just, we had to back out because I had to go or whatever. Um, but like we had the turret set up, but we didn't have an engineer, and an engineer fixes your equipment when it's breaking. Oh, okay. We didn't have one of those. So, like, we would spend 8,000 credits on a turret. Um, everyone uses that bank together. So, it's like, if you're killing things, if I'm killing things, we're not using that money individually. It's all going into the bank together. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it, it's a really fun way of cooperating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the level, they have, like, hey, you were in first place. Um, they'll throw in challenges at you. So, like, I think Horde Mode's great. I have yet to get in there with a group of five. But most we've ever gone in with is three. And it sucks because if, like, hey, if you, like, if somebody messes up, like, o- almost... Every time someone's left the party, like the the two like randoms that we're playing with, and it's like, well, yeah. now it's like that much harder. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think horde mode is fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to play it. And I won't ever touch the multiplayer. No, 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 no. I'm terrible at gears multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm terrible at most multiplayer, but I'm extra terrible at gears of war multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, but I would love, you know, I, I would love to jump into horde mode if you need, if you need a fifth. Yeah, let's do it. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, I want to jump in and play it. I haven't got to play horde mode yet, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the campaign. It's it's a really solid game. I think it's super good. Yeah. If you have an Xbox, if you like Gears, like, go play this. Yeah, and you can you can probably play it without having played the previous. Yeah, three. you can you can get away with it. You do get though when you buy four, you get one, two, and three. Do you? Yeah, there's it comes with a code in the. Because I did the digital one, and I don't have them. They, they might be in your library. I think I'll have to look, but I thought it was like only like the like the special version where you could start playing early game. No, I got I bought, I bought the regular. version. Oh, and you got them? Okay, I got the code. I haven't redeemed them yet, but you get you might get judgment too. I'm not even sure. There were, I mean, they're they're 100 worth playing. Yeah. Um, is the game that you get the remastered version? No, of you get one? the backwards compatible. You get the backwards compatible one. Actually, I'm not sure. If one might be the remastered. I'm not sure. I didn't check. Uh, but but you know, one, two, and three. Um are great games so that's awesome to play them uh yeah gears of war 4 very solid enjoying it have you jumped into forza you know i played well first let's talk what's let's talk about how we got forza oh yeah yeah, yeah. so um justin texted me uh this couple weeks ago now uh he was like he sent me a link he was like the, the they're selling forza horizon 3 digitally at target for twenty dollars online right now get on it because they're gonna they're gonna fix this soon yeah uh and i got on it and we both got like the delayed order thing when we Mm -hmm. placed the order but we got it we both got it though but my buddy who ordered two minutes after you Mm -hmm. didn't get it oh really so like we got we got in just under the gun (laughs) i follow um wario 64 Mm -hmm. and he is fantastic for that type of stuff and i always miss it by like 15 minutes like I, I always miss. Like they were selling Xbox, Xbox One S's. Like he had found a workarounds where yeah, the Target thing. You could I don't I don't understand how it worked, but like the the console itself is three hundred, and he walked out of he like ordered it online, walked in, picked it up for like one hundred twenty bucks. He could, because you could like return the a games. game, and the game like one of the games he picked was like uh, the Rock Band. You could get a game with it, and so he chose to buy. 
rock band, like one of the rock band editions, mm-hmm. which is like 150 bucks, and then returned that. And then it knocked off like a hundred something, yeah. 125 bucks. So I had missed that one by like 15 minutes. And I was like, God damn it. And this is one of the first ones that I was like, yes, I got this. I was like, who am I going to own that thought of you right away? Yeah. But I haven't installed it, but I haven't got a chance to jump into it yet. Um, I played probably about like a couple hours, probably w- when we initially got, probably that next day or something after I, after I got the code, I played a couple hours of it. I had to install it. So that took, you know, eight hours or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it, I really want to play with with other people. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, because I don't want to play by myself either. Yeah, I I mean I enjoy it definitely. It's it's a really tight feeling racing game, and it looks great. Another great looking first party Xbox One game. Um, and I hear I hear the PC edition has some problems because it requires like apparently a huge beefy like actual like CPU. Yeah, they want you to ha- they want you to have like the top of the line if you want to unlock the frame rate right if, if you, you lock un- it if you keep it at 30 yes. it's fine but if you're going to keep it at 30 and you have an Xbox one you might as well play on the Xbox, Xbox one because it's yeah. going to look th- it's going to probably look around the same uh but yeah it plays great uh looks great um it's it's a lot of fun i like the soundtrack and you know, like the radio stations uh, um i dig the vibe of it definitely it has like i talked about when i played they played the demo it definitely has it's like a more buttoned up burnout paradise I love me some burnout. You know, so it's not as freewheeling as that because it's still a Forza game, yeah. obviously. But I've never played any any moments of any Forza game. Oh, really? Anything? I, so, th- like when we jump into it, it'll be my first Forza experience. I've played a little. I think I played a little bit of three. I think of the regular Forza three on the Xbox 360. But other than that, I know I played it for a very small amount of time because uh, that's just not my scene. Like, I I I, I don't want to drive the car that I own or whatever. That's like a big part of those games is like that and Gran Turismo is like traveling up that ladder yeah. and, and stuff like that. And I'm not really into that type of thing so much. And it's just too simmy for me. Yeah. And apparently a lot of the stuff they've worked in now to the horizon series with the, the, the assists that come with it and stuff like that is in the, in the regular game as well. But this is a more my speed type, type of thing. I wonder uh, if they'll ever go crazy like one off year and do like, a real arcadey racer and slap the Forza name on it. I wonder if they do that because I wonder if like th- they want the Forza. I feel like they want the Forza name to stand for like this is like the real car shit. Yeah, but Horizon doesn't really fall into that category. It's not on the same level as like regular Forza or no, like Gran Turismo. No, it isn't. But the cars still handle like real ass cars, and you know you're not like doing super crazy stuff. Hmm. You know, you get to do cool. You, you, they're like the stunt missions and stuff like that, which are neat for sure. But I think if they're going to go like arcadey with it, they'd give it another name. Okay, that's what I think anyway. Or maybe they call it Forza Arcade or something like that. But uh, it's really a, lean into it then. Yeah, it's a cool game. It's definitely a cool game, and I want to play more of it. But again, I want to play it with people because it uh, that social aspect of it. I think it's the part that I really yeah. respond All to right. more than just messing around with cars. Let's set something up. Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of that, I played a lot of Destiny over the last couple of weeks. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it really came because I was kind of waiting for Gears to come out, um, and I had finished Deus Ex, and Gears was coming, and oh, Deus Ex, I, we'll get to that. And I was sort of in the middle of not nothing. There was stuff I could have gone back to, but it was like higher barrier to entry to go back to, like Dark Souls or something like that. And I was like, no, I, I just want to like mindlessly do something for a Destiny while. is great for yeah. that. But the problem for me is that like I hadn't um, played it since probably December. Probably is the last time I played Destiny. That was I'm, February was the last time I played. Um, uh, but even even playing in December, you know, I've played probably a third of what you had played from that time to that time, and so uh, 
I was really out of like the loop. Like what were the things you were supposed to be doing? What, what were the easy ways to do this and that and this and that? And obviously you can go, you can go online and look that stuff up very, very easily, or you can talk to somebody, you know, and they'll, they'll let you know that stuff. But for me, it's definitely like a, it's a barrier to me to get back into it. Cause yeah, I, I get that. I load it back up and it's like, what do these quests mean? Like, I have no, I, I, what am I doing for a Cora Ray? Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And so I kind of had to go back to that. And, and of course, I mean, you, I talked to you about this, um, via text, but, uh, I wasn't even high enough light level to get into the story missions of, uh, the rise of iron stuff. Yeah. Which is like the reason why I wanted to play it was I'll play the story and then I'll, and then I'll be done probably, you know? Uh, and so that was only put to, I was like, okay, I got to go back and now replay missions or do strikes, do strikes or like crucible, crucible or grind like, uh, you know, patrol stuff or, or whatever. They have made it easier to jump up light. They definitely, especially from the beginning. Y- yes, for sure. And definitely like when a, they definitely made that window of when you just have to like grind really hard much smaller, because in the in Vanilla Destiny it was like, oh, you're at level twenty now, just do a bunch of stuff for a lot of hours and hope you get something good. And legendary marks are hard to come by. Yeah, so that was so it, it was it was less about what I actually had to do and more about like just getting over that initial hump to get into it. Um, but I had a couple of days because I've been I worked a couple of weekends, so I had a couple of like weekdays off, and my friend uh, Brad plays destiny a lot it's like the only thing he plays and so i was like hey i gotta get my light level up do you want to just like mess around and, and play some destiny and he was like yeah sure he's like i'm already playing so i'm like okay so you know i, I kind of told him what i had in my quest log and what i was doing he's, okay let's let's try to do this and let's do this and let's do this and then i started you know building up so it still took like um probably three or four hours for me to get up to 280 light because I was at like 238 or something like that. Uh, so that's still 50 light. Yeah. In a couple of hours. Which yeah. Just like would have taken you weeks. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, and I got back in the kind of, sort of like that groove, you know, and that was nice. Like I, I started remembering, you know, what I was supposed to do and why I liked the game. And, and I definitely, definitely fell back into like that pattern, like that sort of, the habitual nature of that game, which is like, yeah, I guess I'm just going to walk around this one place for 20 minutes. And so I can get this one, I can do this bounty and that bounty and get, you know, get this quest next step knocked off. If I do these three things together. Yep. And, and then I'm like, uh, every, I'm playing it. And every time Karen sees me in the game, my wife, I'm like in the tower, like walking around. She's like, do you ever do anything in this game? I was like, it's not (laughs) depends. Depends on what, what you're really, what you're grooving at the time. Uh, right now, I'm like basically be, like laundering motes of light around the tower to try to up my reputation. Oh yeah, with, with my with my clan or whatever. Um, and what I learned too, which was a nice thing to, because even when I was playing, taking King definitely made it easier to get things done. But there was still a you know I was still in that mindset of like thinking everything I had was precious and only to use it when I really had to use it. And so one of the time I, I was like I was at and I, I wasn't even in like a sect or clan or whatever the hell they're called. Faction. Faction. And Brad was like, you should really join a faction. I was like, okay. So I joined Dead Orbit. So um, way to go. And I had so many motes of light. I had so... How many times could you level them? Many. Um, probably like twice. Beautiful. 
Um, so I did that very quickly. And but then I like I got to the point where I had no more motes of light. Like I was just hitting it. I was like, come on, go, 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 go. And I was like, oh shit. And then I got nervous because I was like, I don't have any more motes of light. Like what's gonna happen now? And then by the time I even realized it again, I had like sixty motes of light again. Um, so it was fine. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was fun. I I, I bought some stuff from Zur because I had a shitload of strange coins because I hadn't bought anything in I felt Forever. like years, you know. Uh, so I got some legendary gear. I got a legendary helmet doing that. And getting legendary helmet definitely helped. All of a sudden, I was getting better drops yeah. as, as I went around. We did that... What's that thing called in the... In the uh, Archon Forge? No, the one, the, oh, the one that was in uh, the, the Dreadnought. Oh, um... The Court of Oryx? Yes. Yeah, I did a bunch of Court of Oryx. I haven't... I did an Archon's Forge by mistake. Like, I was just... I was doing, a, like, a... a Patrol? A patrol mission and I went in there and there and the thing came up and I was like, okay. So I just did it and I got a, I got credit for it. But nice. um Yeah, I and I, I played through the, the Rise of Iron stuff is shockingly short. Yes. Um it's I would say though, unlike House of Wolves or The Dark Below, which are both really short as well, this is at least what's there is I think very entertaining. Oh yeah. And has some really impressive moments to it. Yeah, that last battle you go through is Pretty cool. Yeah, the last battle is really cool. And I think the first mission is cool too when you're scaling the mountain. I think it, it is really neat as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, had a, I even played a bunch of Iron Banner. It's weird. When I it first, was weird to see you in Crucible. When I first started playing Iron Banner, all the players I was playing, all the numbers were red because I, I, just had, I couldn't I couldn't match them with gear. Oh wow, I'm surprised they even let you in. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could hurt them, but, but, it, was, but it was really tough. Uh, but I was in because there was a couple like bounties and stuff. I like if I did a much bunch of Iron Banner, I would get like you know weapon upgrades and, and stuff like that. The the, the destiny mantra. Uh, but yeah, and I played a lot of it. I, I definitely got into the groove. Like I was playing. If basically what happened was if I spent more than four three to five minutes trying to figure out what what single player thing I wanted to do, I just went in the crucible because I was like I can't like I I. Everything I'm doing is like my eighth option for what I would ever want to do right yeah. now. So I was going to Crucible and I'll do the daily or whatever and just get it out of the way. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool and I got the Galahorn, the new Galahorn or whatever. Um, that was that mission I told you about where I was like, it was like go on this single, this one kind of patrol mission and I got down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to use a splicer key or whatever to get down there. And then I got down there and there was like a you know one of those tanks and I, I was fighting the tank and I was like. I wonder, like, if I have to fight this thing, or is the thing I'm trying to scan like somewhere else? And it looked like the waypoint marker was was pushing me down this hallway, what I thought was a hallway. And I walked into it, and it was just a pit that like dropped me down forever, to, forever to then where you're supposed to like fight. It's where the last mission is of the of the single player. Uh, and then I was like, okay, like uh, the thing will bring me back. Like I'll just follow the waypoint, the waypoint which is up at the at the yeah. pit that I was no. I, I was like, it happened to me once, and I was like, okay, so I had to like. Be out there, and I was like, and then I went back, and it was like, oh, you don't have a splicer key. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> I uh, I played a lot of it when I was in Florida. I brought my PS4 down. Uh, okay. I hooked it up um, because that, the raid had come out, and the guys were in uh, the raid, so I didn't want to miss it. I, I last year, same thing. I was in Florida when the Taken King came out, and I wasn't on the team that beat the raid for the first time. So I was like, well, I don't want that. Like this time, I want to be on it. Um, so. I was there. I wasn't there when they beat the first or second boss, but I was there when we beat the final boss, okay. uh, which is a really good feeling. Uh, it's my favorite raid. Cool. Uh, I finally beat Vault of Glass, uh, which was my previous favorite. Um, it's not as hard as the other ones. It's just so dependent on communication and teamwork. Mm. Like when Bungie has always been resistant to putting comp, like to, to making the raids be um, matchmaking, mm -hmm. so you can matchmake into a raid. 
And this is the one that was like, well, I kind of understand why they don't want to. Because if you're not on mic, I don't know how you beat this. I mean, unless you're just like, everyone there kind of is like paying attention to everything. Right. Um, the, the final encounter is a lot of jumping around, like moving around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Vault of Glass, what happens is like three people get randomly get teleported. And on this one, towards the middle of it, like three people randomly become empowered. And those people become very important. Uh, they have to move to like you have to. There's a left, right, and middle, and they have to have one on each side. But sometimes it's two on the right and one in the middle. Nobody's on left, so you got to one move one to the left, and the left guy's got to go right. And then the empowerment jumps around. So you like, and our group was like, I have it. No, now I have it. I'm on left. You're on right. Okay, do we have a guy in the middle? Good. All right, now switch. It was a lot of just back and forth like that. But when we beat it, I was like, great. I put down the controller and I will not play Destiny again for <laughs> a long time. It's like I've kind of gotten out of that grind. Mm-hmm. I've gotten out of that loop of like, I want to keep going. And a big reason for that is that spoiler article came out or that leak about Destiny 2 and not moving forward characters and um, how they're kind of going to like, not the drawing board again, but they kind of want to make a clean break from the systems that they've been using because they've been, they had to use these particular systems to incorporate PS3 and Xbox Mm -hmm. 360. They cut those games for this expansion and you can tell by the way the game looks Mm -hmm. it like there are things that the, the old systems couldn't do. Yeah. Um, but they want to make a break. It sounds like they want to make a break from that and they have not decided whether or not your characters are going to come forward. And it yeah. sounds like they don't want that. They want, they want to just have everyone make a clean break and start it at level zero again, yeah. which I'm totally fine with. Like my dude is just my dude. Like I never felt the need to have all the guns and I've always been fine with, Hey, a new expansion is out. All these awesome guns from the last one are now irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like that's never bothered me. Yeah. But like, I've been looking forward. And so like destiny two is the next thing on the, hor- like the next big thing on the horizon. I'm sure they're going to have more of their like micro events yeah. like you know Festival of the Lost is next week and yeah. some of that stuff has gotten leaked but unless they had something substantial come in for me it would be like a horde mode mm-hmm. um I really do not need to go back to Destiny until 2 comes out and then I'll get completely invested in 2 and all their DLCs and want to move my character mm-hmm. through but like I don't see the need of like there's my guys are like going for this raid weapon right now like this ridiculously in- intricate help me with this word Intricate. Intricate, you said Yeah, there right. we go. Um, First try. Quest to get this one gun that does amazing things. Mm-hmm. Like, you shoot at the person and, like, Siva attacks them. Mm. That's awesome. But, like, for what? Yeah. There's nothing else. Like, unless you're going to take it and play PvP all the time, and I like the PvP modes a lot, mm-hmm. but, like, I'd rather go play PvP in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. There's, for me, there's nothing else for, to do right now. We'll see what happens in, like, May. Like, maybe in, in May they, they do something crazy and they're like, oh, here's a horde mode. Cool. Yeah. I'll go play that. Yeah. But until Destiny 2 comes out, I think I'm done with Destiny. Um, so, Extra Life is almost upon us. You're going to do some raids? This is what I was going to talk to you about. I don't think we can do it on... It's November 5th is like the official day. I don't think I can do it on that day. But I want... Brad, who I just saw before, has played like... I looked at this... You know, you can look on the app, like how, how many hours people have played, how many days people have put into it. And I'm at like... I'm at like almost 100 hours in destiny which is like huge for me that's a lot for me but like that's like three and a half days you I'm know at like 400 yeah 400 hours yeah yeah uh and some of the guys in my group are over a thousand yeah but brad has like eight or nine days that's a lot of days in three separate characters <laughs> oh so like in every character he has a, yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy yes yeah, so it's crazy he's never done a raid before what because he doesn't have a group of people he plays with it's just oh, all him. right well we could we could we yeah. could do this. So uh, the three of us definitely need to play. We'll get Hugh to do it with us. I have a guy that could jump in with us. Yeah, we'll find who's, ne- who's never done it. He's the, the first raid he did was 
Wrath of the Machine. So it was the okay. first one. So he's never seen any of the other ones. So we'll do we'll we'll do the first one. We're all gonna be so crazy over leveled for it. Um that the enemy should be a problem, but all the puzzle stuff will obviously be like No, they kinda cap you though. Do they? Yeah. Oh, they do cap you. They cap That's you. That's smart. Smart thing to do. But whatever. We'll you, do- but the problem with that is like the rewards that you get. Yeah, are I don't care. I don't care meaning, about but that's the thing yeah. is like the that's the reason to do the raid is for the rewards. Yeah. And then people have always wonder like, why don't they just increase the raids? It's probably something they'll do yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see them. I want to see yeah. the, see them. So we'll try to do as many of them as possible. Um, we can get through which them. Which will be cool. Oh God. Well, yeah, yeah, we can get through them. Well, you can lead the team this time, not Jackie. Please. <laughs> <sighs> Justin sending me a text message of a, of a drawn out picture of, of a map of the vault of glass and where to go. Yeah. Um, one thing I did playing it, this is going to sound so stupid. The last, 10 hours or whatever I played it, I finally understand how to jump correctly in Destiny. Fantastic. It, that was a big hurdle for me in everything. <laughs> it took me a little while to get used to jumping again. After like My first couple hours in the game coming from Overwatch, especially when we went into PvP, mm. was a nightmare. Oh, I bet. Because, I mean, they're they're so different and the movement is so different. Mm-hmm. I could not get jumping. It took me like two hours to be able to get my feet mm. back under me. All right. So, yeah. So, that's Destiny. Uh, Deus Ex, is that what you want to talk about? Yeah, we can talk about a little bit about Deus Ex. Yeah. Um, I'm still playing that game. I norm. I it's a game that I, I should have had beaten by now. You're but very like, close to the end, though. I'm in London. Yeah, that's that's like the end. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't killed anybody. That's awesome. Which is what's taking me so long. That's awesome, though. I'm worried that I accidentally could have killed somebody by mistake <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. early in the game, and I'm if I don't get that trophy, I'm gonna be furious. Because <laughs> it was not like it's not like I was actually going for it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm enjoying the stealth part of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather not kill people. Like, once once you give me like that option, like, oh yeah, I'll put everyone to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then like midway through, you were like, I can't believe you haven't killed anybody yet. Like once that you, I told you I was past Gollum City, and you're like, you still haven't killed anybody. I was like, all right, well now I'm gonna go for this. Yeah, that's Gollum City is what broke me. Because there was that one area where there was like a, I can, re- I can remember the, there was a, a hallway and there was like a turret in the middle of the hallway and there was like a ton of guys and I tried to do it without killing anybody and I died like three or four times and I was like, that grenade and I just blew up the turret and like blew up a bunch of guys and that got me through it. So, um, I like that game so much. Great game. I have done every available side quest that I can do on this playthrough. Cool. So like there are there are choices that you make in the yeah. game which will unlock out side quests. Mm-hmm. So like I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Um, I think there's three of those so far. Mm. It's funny because like I was researching them and I'm like, who the hell's Otar? <laughs> and uh, I finally met him because mm. I put him to sleep later <laughs> in the game. I was like, oh, you're going to sleep too. Mm-hmm. But like I, I had got a trophy which negated. Oh um, yeah. His quest. He's one of the the. The gangster guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I finally I was like, Oh, there you are. It was about time I met you. Now go to sleep. <laughs> um I like I mean that game's so good. Yeah. That game's got me really pumped to play Dishonored. Like I'm in the mode for that right now. But like I've just been enjoying like it, it's harder playing stealth. Yeah, for sure. It, they also like at the end of the game, like I've entered, you know, it's not much of a spoiler, but you enter like kind of like a a curfew. Mm-hmm. In the yes. open world part. That part is a, a bastard. And for some reason, I have not been able to buy um, bio cells, and I have no crafting materials. So oh, like my, bio, my invisibility goes away within seconds, and it's a oh, lot of like shit. just timing stuff and running mm-hmm. and dying a lot. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was a, that was one of the part of the game for me that I started getting a little frustrated because it was just, there were, it was just times where it was like, okay, I walked all the way here, went through all the, and then they were like, okay, now go back to this other place after you talk to somebody for like five minutes. Yeah. I was like, can't you just warp me back there? Yeah. <laughs> Do I really have to walk through all this again? There's this really great part where, I mean, the city's on curfew, and so I was like, how are the trains going to run? Oh, that's Because cool. the that's trains cool. come, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the trains take you to different parts of the thing. Yeah. And I was like, 
oh, apparently there is no train. It's just a cutscene of him walking through the tunnel. Yeah, looking pretty cool. Yeah, it's, looking, like, it's cool. His voice has grown on me. I, I, I think it's great because it's so different than it is. Uh, like when you first actors. hear it, it's really jarring. Yeah. but it, it's grown on me. When we've talked about it a lot over the weeks, I continue to sing it's it's like it's virtues mm. it's it's a really good game don't yeah. care if you've never played one before jump on this yeah um and it's cheap too like they, they keep dropping it to like 40 bucks on amazon It'll be 30 before long it's super good and it's again one of those games where like the gameplay loop is so satisfying like you just want to you want to hack every computer you want to like unlock every door there's just something viscerally satisfying about yeah. it um and, uh, I might play through this one twice. That's cool. Did you do the uh, murder mystery? Oh, side mission. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite side mission in the game. That one's pretty good. It's so cool. Um, I, and I love the way it resolves and everything. And what I'll say, as someone who loved Human Revolution, um, this game outdoes that game because of the elimination of those boss battles. Yeah, I mean, it's great that I. Like I've come across their like quote unquote boss battles yeah. and haven't killed them because yeah. like one of them I just like I talked them down. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and they get they they have like you said boss encounters in the game, but the the characters aren't overpowered. They're not like they're basically like facing almost any other enemy in the game. They just sometimes have special weapons or something that you have to sort of navigate. I've never gotten to like a, a shootout with anybody. Yeah, yeah. like that. First, like I, I've been like really working on that like conversation thing. Yeah. So like I've been like just making the right choices so I don't have to fight anybody. Yeah. This is cool. That's it's, a, it's a really good game. Yeah, it's a it's a great game. I'm I'm interested in how you feel about the ending um when you when you get there. Yeah. Um it's like it, where I'm at right now, it's like, "Oh wow, okay. This is going to be harder than it's been before." The, 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 here's where it's going to test me if I'm not going to kill anybody. Yeah, there I, there's a you have to kind of go into like a like a ballroom, not a ballroom, it's like a party that you're at or whatever. It's like that I'm just like I just landed in London. Yeah, so you're going to be you're going to like the summit or whatever, and like that's where you have to like walk around in there. And there's, it's very difficult to do everything stealthily, but it's very rewarding yeah. to get it done that way. God, I hate stealth. <laughs> Apparently not though. Since I you're... know. <laughs> um, I'll talk about something. Yeah. Uh, so PSVR came out last week. Oh right, yeah, yes. Um, True. And I did not have. I canceled my pre-order a while ago. I canceled mine a few weeks ago. Uh, because it just makes me like violently sick. <laughs> Uh, but my buddy Eric, uh, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. he got one, and so did Bob. And I was gonna go to Bob's house and play, and then I was like, "No, Eric, just come to my house," because I wanted to like just be relaxed. Like, let me sit on my couch, let me let me let me try playing this thing. And so I asked my friend Alan to come over as well because he wanted to see it. Um, and so I played PSVR for like a good like four or five hours. Like, played some, sat, watched somebody else play. Um, so I can like talk about that for a bit. Yeah. Um, my report card is I did better than I've ever done before. I stayed away from E-Valkyrie. Like, the first thing I did was, like, the, he had the demo disc. Um, He didn't get the, the version that comes with PSVR Worlds. He mm. just got, like, the standard version. Yeah. And it comes with a demo disc, and you could do, like, two things from PSVR Worlds. One of them is called, like, The Descent, where you just go into, like, a shark cage. Right, yeah. And you just get lowered into water, and, like, nothing happens. There's no shark or anything like that. You're just looking around mm-hmm. and getting yourself acclimated to it. That was fine. Um... The next thing I did was I played Thumper in VR mm. and I didn't get sick at all. And that was like visually arresting. Mm-hmm. It, I found it easier to play Thumper in VR than out of VR because mm. your depth perception mm. is so much better. But it just, it's enveloping. It's all around you. The music is like banging in your ears. It was, there's like not explosions, but like, you know, you do something and like lights just shine everywhere. And it's kind of like an explosion of light. 
and it was amazing. Thumper's a rhythm game. People, people yeah. don't know. Um, I played Thumper three years ago at PAX mm. in their indie booth. Not even in their indie section, in their indie, like I forget what they call it, like the mega booth. Mega booth, yeah. Where it's just like a small little TV and a laptop, mm-hmm. and a guy's there, and like you're on a, like a kiosk, and on the kiosk is four like four different TVs, and everyone is doing something different. Mm-hmm. So I saw it and was just like, oh, let me try this. And so it's this rhythm game where you are like a scarab on a track, and you are hurtling through this track. Everything is dark, but there's neon lights, and it's not like you're hitting notes, but there are like it's like yes, there's like a note on the ground that you want to hit. Mm-hmm. But like what you're doing is you're adding to the music that's already playing. You're not making the music. And it's one button. So it's X. So you would hit X to um, hit the note on the ground. And um, there'll be these little markers on the ground. And for those, you want to hold X. So it's like you might hit X and then hold it to like get all these notes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are turns. So you lean left or right. And if you don't, like, if you do any of those wrong, except for the actual note part, but if you don't hold X at a certain part, if you hit one of the walls, you lose your outer shell of the scarab. And if you continue doing well, you'll eventually get it back. Um, but, like, each act or chapter has, like, 15... Each act has, like, 15 sub-chapters mm-hmm. in it, and those are checkpoints once you pass them. And then there are, there's a boss battle in the middle, and there's a boss battle at the end. But it gets chaotic where it's like, all right, like you had a jump, so you might have to hold up an X and then down an X and then left an X and right an X, but it's just X. Uh, eventually, it breaks off, which I just found out a couple like a couple hours ago that it breaks off into separate tracks at some point because yeah. I watched a giant bomb quick look yeah, on it, which I, I did not know was coming. <laughs> so my time with the game might be kind of short because I'm miserable <laughs> at those type of things. But it's just it's visually amazing. Mm. Um, the music is like very industrial. It's not like a techno thing, but it's just like industrial, it's heavy percussions. It's awesome. It's 20 bucks. You can play it in or out of VR. Mm. Um, take a look at it. Um, I've talked about it a while ago, like a couple of packs ago. Um, it's it's one of the highest rated games on VR. It's the one that works that like one of the best, they say. But out of VR, it's just as cool. Um, so I, I, I played that. Um, I ended up playing Battlezone, which oh, is cool. like their tank game. Yeah, um, look neat. It it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I s- played that for about like ten minutes. So you're in this this tank in a like a Tron esque world. It looks like, um, and you're just like it's like hard to explain. But when you're in VR, like you put it on and you're like I'm in a tank cockpit, mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden your um, your windshield is covered, and then it kind of like digitally fades away. And you're just looking around. You're like, I can look up. I can mm. see the sky. It feels so real. Even though what you're looking at is not realistic looking, mm-hmm. you feel your body's in there. Yeah. Like There are controls that you feel like you should be reaching out and touching. Um, I did a mission. I played it for like 10 minutes. I failed. But like I, I killed everybody but this one tank, and he ended up killing me. And there's different firing modes. Um, but I felt kind of comfortable in it for a while like i was a little queasy at first and i was like i just i'm gonna go for it Mm -hmm. and so there's a mood where you can like strafe left or right very quickly but i wasn't really like leaving the grounds you're like locked onto the ground and so in the back of my mind i was like you've done this in games before it just looks more real yeah um after about like 10 to 15 minutes i started getting a little bit warm Mm -hmm. so i was like all right i'm gonna take a little break put alan in it put alan in e valkyrie like a little demo of e valkyrie and he didn't flip or do any flips or anything he just banked left kind of hard mm-hmm. like not i wouldn't even say hard he did like a medium bank left and that was it he was oh, really done. that was it um eric shows no no side effects whatsoever the little i've played of it when i've played i haven't had any side effects um we did 100 foot robot golf mm-hmm. um which he played in vr and thought it was hysterical 
Um, I, played a, I played a little that. I bought it. I played a little. I, I'm, out I'm of assuming VR. that you would have because it's the Mac like Roy Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's enjoyable for sure. Yeah, it's a it's, fun golf it's game. weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, and then uh, we did rigs. Oh, cool. I ended up buying. I bought Job Simulator, but didn't know it, it didn't say anywhere that you needed the PS Move controllers. Oh. Like you look at the requirements, and it's like yeah. you need PSVR and you need uh, the camera, uh-huh. but doesn't say that you need the motion uh, the motion controllers oh, wow. until you click on additional info and scroll all the way down. Oh, wow. So I bought it and I couldn't play it. Yeah. So I contacted Sony for a refund and the guy's like, no. And I'm like, come on. I was like, I've been with you guys forever. I've never asked for a refund. I buy hundreds of dollars of digital purchases a year and never ask for this. Yeah. He's like, all right, we'll submit you for review. So I'm still waiting to see if I can get refunded on okay. it. Um, but then we did... Um, we did rigs, and so rigs is a mechanical. Like you get into a mech suit, and it's a sports game. Yeah, you're but, shooting at people, mm-hmm. but you're also like, you know, there's three different game modes. There's a game mode where it's called end zones. So there's a there's a football, and you shoot at people to take the football from them, and then you run into the end zones. Right. There's one where it's like a basketball equivalent, uh, which is what I played before, um, where you're in an arena, and there are there are ramps and stuff that go up, and there's a giant hoop in the middle. So you can choose on your mech. Um, there's a couple different ones. There's a small mech, which is cool because the small mechs have their own secret tunnels that they can run through in the arena. There's a medium mech, a big mech, or whatever. Each of them have their own jumping things. Some can double jump. Some can do this. Some can do that. You hit left. You hit square, triangle, or circle, and that'll either heal you, make you move faster, or do more damage with your guns. Unless you kill th- three people in a row, and then all of them become active at once, and you're in overdrive. And then you become a badass for however long it's there. Mm-hmm. It's the game that people feel like one of the games that makes them sick the most. Even like VR vets like Jeff on Giant Bomb yeah. doesn't get sick on anything. And he was like, this makes me like wildly nauseous with the way that they, they use the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first played it at PSX, I played it for 13, 14 seconds. They launch you into the arena. And I jumped and I was like, I'm 40 feet in the air. Like <laughs> when you jump, you feel like you are up there. Uh, so this time I played it and I didn't go in the air at all. I just stayed on the ground and I finished a match. But at the end of the match, I was like, I can't play anymore. I'm like, I'm just done. Yeah. Um, it's so cool though. Like you're standing next to a guy who's like, there with a helmet on and you're like just looking over at him and you're like, this person's not actually here. <laughs> or like these people to my right are not actually yeah. there. Um, and when you're in there, it's awesome. Like you're using just sight to aim. Mm-hmm. So like I'm using the controller just to move around, but I'm like looking at enemies and killing them. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking down and now I'm looking up and it's like, now I'm hitting your head. Right. It's, it's wild. I wish I could do more with it. Um, when the, like the hype dies down and those guys are like, yeah, I'm not using it right now. I might borrow it for a weekend and see like, all right, if I like long-term exposure, I, I like I've read how do people avoid getting sick and people play it in just small increments until their body gets used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder too, um, uh, you know, people. I was talking to Hugh actually. He got one, and he said that he has a problem. He played for a little bit, and he started feeling sick. He said a friend of his said to chew gum, yeah, while doing it, and that helps. I think probably taking like a Dramamine or something before you put it on would probably help as well. I had heard that doing like anti sickness stuff sometimes like, um, it slows down your per- not perception, but like, it, I mean, they talked about this on the bombcast. Yeah. I think it was one of them where they were like. Like whatever is there to make you like not feel the motion, mm-hmm. it's like it kind of it doesn't dull your senses, but like you would move and then your perception of the movement eventually catches uh, up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it had like an adverse effect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, as VR gets more popular, there are there are companies working on things which you will hook up behind your ear, which mm-hmm. is to like stimulate your inner ear or something to like help with the 
the, your balance mm-hmm. and your motion sickness. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be playing it again this weekend. The, uh, all the guys are getting together. And we're going to go to Bob's house, and Bob has one. So, like, some of the guys who haven't got to try it will try it, and I'm going to try it again because I kind of want to do more Battlezone. Like, I really enjoyed my time with that. And I feel like if I got to play that a little bit more, I could definitely get used to that and play it. Yeah, I, I wish, you know, the only thing I wish is that I, I, I think that the old tech they're using is going to start to get in their way. Yeah. Like the move controllers so. and stuff like that. Um, they probably need a better camera, you know, to like, uh, for more intense sort of like tracking stuff yeah i think that stuff's going to get in their way because that's the thing that the other companies are going to be like leaps and bounds ahead of them on but i think that since they're the one that's entering the market at the lowest price point if vr makes or breaks it it's going to be because of this yeah i mean no if it if they do well yes it actually takes off i could see them improving it yeah by like i could definitely see that where it's like they come out with another model and maybe parts get cheaper and they could add in things that they didn't before i mean it's running on PS4 hardware, which is already outdated. Right. Um, th- I mean, the price point was, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they, they got they got cheaper parts to put into this thing, and the screen's not as good as the Oculus or the Rift. Yeah. Um, or the Vive, you mean? Uh, yeah, uh, the Vive. Yeah, but I mean, the sc- I've heard that, but I heard the screen isn't much of a problem for people who are, who are using it. They don't really... That's not the biggest criticism I hear. It's more like the, tra- the, the, the tracking, tracking stuff. stuff. Yeah. Which, which I can imagine if that went wonky on you when you had that thing on, it would make you want to... Th- furiously vomit that's all i can imagine you know i think for me and we talked about this a little bit um you know it, it might there might come a time where i'm like yeah maybe i'll just because you can get them like that you can go to best buy or yeah, you, you can get them you go to amazon you can't get the bundle right now but you can get the headset um i might be like hey maybe i'll just uh you know i've got some games to trade in maybe i'll put that towards the psvr and get it but for me i think i'm leaning more towards going the pc route yeah. seeing what if you have a good pc already which you do yeah that's the way to go and I if d- you don't care about like being in the ecosystem right the only thing about it so far that i would say that is in their favor is like, like they have a big lineup of games they do they have a great lineup of games and that's one of the, definitely that's one of the things that is kept me from just saying i'm not going to get it because the games they have seem cool yeah and i'd like to play them but just you know i, I see like the way that like the vive controllers work and how like almost perfectly they work when i when i see people use them uh that's w- the, the main thing that stopped me from the psvr thing is i don't like i see them in the, like i watched the i watched like the fucking eight hours of giant bomb stream or whatever they did and i've heard other people the fact that sometimes the camera can't tell the difference between the move controller light and the light on your headset that's a problem yeah that's you a know? big problem it's a big problem so yeah but i'm I, it's cool that it's here and it's working and people are enjoying it that's that's awesome I, I just found it hysterical that there are websites like IGN had a how sick did this game make us yeah or, like you know and there was like a color-coded system for like this is a vomit inducer <laughs> or like you'll be safe playing this that's really funny well it's good it's a good it's a, a, a good warning or a good you yeah. know litmus test for people uh there's something I want like I'd love to play like keep talking so nobody explodes that look game looks awesome in it yeah and I mean, yeah, like, that's can, something that you're gonna get nauseous in yeah you can play that anything you can have a laptop and, and play that game yeah. but, but like in vr it seems like it's, it's, it's cool per, it's kind of perfect for it it's neat it's definitely neat. i want to play the batman game yeah yeah I've heard, I've heard pretty good things about it i heard it's very short but that it's it's a cool little experience yeah yeah definitely i, I want to play job simulator i think i want to play that so bad it looks really fun and quirky and, and weird uh, that's the, the main one i, wa- I want to play and then i'm interested to try out uh, re7 when it comes out um in january or whatever yeah that'll be that'll be something i'm yeah. interested to see how people do walking around in that thing yeah because I, mean, I mean that's what people were saying was making them super nauseous is like straight up walking i i think 
they've got to figure out a way to solve it eventually because that's one of the things that puts me off to VR games. Like, I don't want to just like warp around. It's, I mean, Fallout is supposedly like, E three Fallout was like we're coming out. Um, Fallout four will be out in VR next yeah. year. Like, that's a big ass game yeah. to put in VR. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we should say uh, big news broke just this week. Oh, that's right. I forgot we were talking about this. Yeah, we're almost done with the show, but we should at least say something about it. There's not much to say because, of course, the trailer for it is dropping tomorrow. Today. Well, today when this oh, yeah. show comes out. I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah, but Red Dead Redemption 2 got announced officially by Rockstar. I'm kind of bummed they called it 2. A lot of people are. I'm just hopeful it's not a prequel, mm. which is what it's it, like people it's people are saying it's rumored to be a prequel. I hate prequels. Yeah. I hate them. Like, I don't mind if Oh, sorry. I've never played Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Do you know what happens at the end of it? I do know what happens at the end of it. Exactly. Uh, Can we spoil it? No, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, come on. The game's like six years old. But people might be like, oh, this new one's coming out. I'm finally going to play the first one, which okay. is backwards compatible on Xbox One if you want to play it there. But I'm making a vow is that by the time Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, I will have, I will play through Red Dead Redemption. Really? Yeah. I see. I would feel like that would get burned out. I got over a year. It would be a lot, though. Yeah, but I'm I'm not planning on like finishing it and going right into that game. I'm hoping yeah. that um, that I'll play for a month or two and then yeah, have a couple months. I would, I'm like kind of surprised they're not doing like a remaster or maybe something. they will still. Yeah. Um, I am super hyped for that game. I played Red Red, Red Dead Redemption. Um, I got into Mexico and then just kind of just fell away from it. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I found out what happened at the end, and mm. I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna keep going." The end is the ending is really cool. Um, it's an awesome ending. But I always felt like I should go back. I'm like, mm. I bought it again on when it was on my PS3. Like they were running, like, "Oh, it's like ten bucks." I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy it and replay it," and mm. I, I never ended up doing it. Um, but man, watching Westworld has yeah. got me pumped to play this. Like, I, as soon as they like they they showed that picture of the red, like the Rockstar with the red logo, mm. I was like, "Yes!" Like, I am totally into this. Because Westworld is amazing if you're not watching Westworld it. Westworld is amazing. It's true. Um, Andy was like, it's like watching Westworld is like playing Red Dead Redemption. Like if you were in it. <laughs> I was like, you're right. And then like two days later, they announced the sequel. I was like, yeah. this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, uh, again, our, our arguments about Rockstar games have been... Legendary. Legendary. But I, I still am excited to see whatever it is that they do and, and what they make of this. I would hope it wouldn't be a prequel either because it's n- n- unnecessary to do something like that. I hate prequels. And it seems not like them to do that. But the only thing is, why call it Red Dead Redemption 2? But if it was a prequel, why still call it Red Dead Redemption Why two? is Battlefield 1 Battlefield yeah. 1? Well, yeah, for stupid like, marketing that, reasons. It's video game stuff. Yeah. But none of it makes any sense. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mind if they do something that t- a story that takes place before the events of Red Dead Redemption... Just as long as it's not connected to the John Marston story. Yeah. Because, um, like, if you think about, like, a GTA game, you know, it, yeah. those guys, whenever, to whoever. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's I just, like, I, I'm hoping it's not Marston. Yeah. Yeah. Though if if so. it's before, then fine. But then th- then there's no reason for the say, this is before, unless he's, like, somehow connected to it. Well, they might mention him. Oh, or, yeah. Or you could run into him at some point. Yeah. Or the technology might be different. You know, they might want to do more. Because the whole, in Red Dead Redemption, I mean, I played a couple hours of it the kind of idea was the the old west was sort of ending right the idea was like technology and civilization was sort of creeping in to the to the old west uh to the wild west and if they go farther back they can do more more stuff more stuff but i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do there is that 
they have the, the seven silhouettes or whatever that are in the thing, and people are very strong saying the one on the left, I think, far left is, Mar- is I thought it was, oh, well, yeah, one that, of them is Marston. That's Marston, and one yeah. of them is like Wild Bill or something like that, yeah. which is like, all right, I guess we'll see. Because it might be his gang that he was in before. Hey, look. I, I mean, it'll still probably be a great game. It's going to be a great game because yeah. it's Rockstar, and it's a Western, and like I am totally down for that right yeah. now. And I will be when the game comes out sometime in 2018. <laughs> Not, yeah, fall 2017. No. No, it's going 2018. March 2018. Yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> the Rockstar window. There's like this big thing that people were going on on uh, Twitter about was like, take your, like, what would you bet that both Destiny 2 and Red Dead Redemption come out in 2017, like fall 2017? We're almost like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Which is funny because that's the way we're conditioned now. Yeah. And then somebody else, like uh, one of the guys from Kotaku tweeted, like, that sound you hear is every other game simultaneously delaying their games out of fall 2017. <laughs> Just to get out of the way of Rockstar. Yeah, but it will come out in March. Probably. That's my guess. I feel like all their games are supposed to come out in the fall, get delayed till March. Yeah. That's usually... I mean, we don't know how long this one's been in the hopper. We don't. We absolutely don't. I mean... They get to surprise everybody and, and try and push it and like you know make sh- and, and get it out there. Yeah. But probably not. The rumor... You know, the, the rumors that were they were supposed to be at E3. That was the big rumor. Yeah. So m- maybe it's much farther along than, than anyone thinks, but we'll see. I mean, what, by the time they promoted GTA Five, that was pretty far along because they were like, they get, they put out a pretty yeah, like, but they were still like a year out. Yeah, they were. So still, yeah, I mean, we're a year out right now. Yeah, we'll see. Michelle, we'll see what's going on. But yeah, definitely, definitely excited, and I'm gonna try to play through that game because uh, I've always wanted to, and it's one of the. It's definitely one of those games where everyone talks about how wonderful it is and how amazing it is, and. I sort of ran the same thing with that game that I ran to the GTA games where I was like, I I like the story. I just wish I could like go story to story really quickly. That was, that, I mean, that's what I did with it. Yeah. And, you know, I had never beaten a Rockstar game until GTA 5. Right. But like getting through GTA 5 was like, oh, look, you can do this. <laughs> I should have proved to myself that I could do it. And then now it's like, I, I'm really ready for that. Cool. Yeah. I know. I, I, when I saw the announcement, it was one of those things where I was like, this is a very exciting announcement for everyone else but me you know uh, well, I was like this is really cool but I, I was sort of weirdly happy for other people that I know who I knew were much happier about yeah. that announcement but yeah I don't think I played anything else other than Valley which we're going to talk about next week yes uh, in, I beat that when we were in Florida in depth oh I played a little bit of that Paladins game that sort of Overwatch oh that's alike. right uh, it was cool you know it, it, the, 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 it plays really well like the feeling is really as the shooting is, is really good um, it, it's got that nice, like, sort of arcadey, even maybe a little bit more casual than Overwatch is in, in some ways. It, the problem is, like, you know, just the character designs, they're, they're neat. Some of them are so blatantly Overwatch. Yeah. And, and not that Overwatch was the first game to ever do, like... No, because Overwatch takes from Team Fortress. Yeah, but just This some... is blatant. But well, s- like, it, it's hard to say because you don't know when development times yeah. are, but it's right there there's a character who's basically reinhardt like he's basically exactly and there's, a char- reinhardt. And there's another who's who's uh torbjorn torbjorn yeah yes and there's a soldier 76 and there's a reaper and the reaper yeah they're very close I, it may have been like the game was moving along and they were like oh this game's getting a lot of buzz really popular let's because i'm sure like visual design is probably one of the easier things to swap in and out than other stuff like it so yeah, but it, it played well the map design is is very uninspired that's i like, watched videos of it and yeah. i looked at the maps and i was like you know there is a difference. Oh yeah, you can definitely see that. There's not. They don't. It doesn't have the Blizzard polish to it, and the, yeah. but the personality that Blizzard games have. But uh, it's high res who makes Smite. Smite. And I would say though, if you know, 
if you're sitting there being like, I don't want to pay $60 for a multiplayer-only game like Overwatch, you can play this for free. I think there's like a 15 buck buy-in. 15 buck, and you get all the characters. Which is probably worth it. Yeah, so it's... Everything I've heard and seen about the game, it is a look. it looks... Like a totally competent shooter, it is. It absolutely. And if Overwatch is. wasn't here, it's something that would you know would probably be getting picked up a lot more. Yeah. But it like there are definite similarities between the two games, mm-hmm. and if you're playing one, if you're playing that and really like it, you should be playing Overwatch. Yeah. In a world where Overwatch didn't exist, this would be taking off. Mm-hmm. And the one, and unless I'm, I mean, I only played it for 45 minutes, so it didn't seem like you could change characters mid match. No, which is something that Smite does. Like you know, yeah, most games don't let you do that. That was Overwatch's like thing. Yeah. So. So that's the difference in those I'm, games. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox. So when it comes out there, I'll definitely I'm gonna give it a, give it a try. Yeah. I mean, I love Smite, so I'm, I'm I'll support high res. It's cool. It's a cool. Like I was like, I launched it in Steam, and it's like sign up for a high res account, and then it was like the, a super complicated process because I tried to sign up with my Facebook account, which is how you can do, and then it like lost my. I can't do that stuff. Information. That's how the internet gets your information. <laughs> anyway, it's a cool game though. It, it, seemed, it seemed pretty cool. But that's yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all we played. That's a lot of games. Let's yeah, talk um, Battlefield and on Friday, which I'm super excited to play. Yeah, and I, that game's getting like ridiculously good reviews. It is, and it's getting good reviews for the campaign, which I'm very excited about. Which is weird. Yeah, I'm um, I'm off on Friday because I'm going up uh, my friend Brian's birthday, a uh, birthday friend's wedding, wedding, wedding. Uh, so the bachelor party's on Friday night. Uh, so I have off on Friday in a day. So I have a couple, and I have a couple hours. Like I have, I'm not going to leave until like three or something like that. So I might go pick it up in the morning and play through some of the campaign i downloaded it so it's ready to go battlefield yeah i had i have that playstation credit card so uh, i just have the hooked up to my you know all my digital purchases get like three times the points or whatever okay. so like every couple of months or like three four months something like that it's like you have fifty dollars waiting here oh I was cool. like cool so i just like i grabbed the fifty dollars and so it ended up costing me like 10 bucks yeah i just know that with i bought gears on disc like i said i know with stuff like gears and probably with battlefield i'm gonna trade them in in, yeah. in like a month or so so Battlefield's one that i'm gonna hold on to for a while yeah you're gonna play a ton of the multiplayer so but i know i won't you know i know i'll probably dip in play a little bit and be like this is fun but i'm horrible at it and then go back to playing something else. anything about in battlefield like i'm super competitive for anyone who's played any first person shooter with me knows but like Oddly, not that much in Battlefield because there's so many people. It's like yeah. I can't directly help the match go either way. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, whatever. Like I'm here to just see stuff blown up and drive a tank and crash airplanes and occasionally revive somebody. Yeah, there you go. If you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think that's going to that's gonna do it for this week's uh, Talking Games. Follow us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games. Uh, go to the website, TalkingComicBooks.com. You can download the podcast. And please... Leave us a review on iTunes if, yes. if you can. It's a great way for um, the show to show up more prevalent in, in searches, and that's that's what we need. It's actually the best thing you can do for the show to get the word out about it is to leave a review uh, on iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, because I know some people don't use it. I don't even use it to download podcasts anymore, but it is like the, the main place people get podcasts, so it works, it works the best. Nice ones. Yeah. Because the bad ones bother me. Yeah, they bother you, but in fact, it doesn't really matter. Any review helps. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> Justin gets really annoyed by bad reviews, so any any trolling fans we have out there will definitely <laughs> now leave a bad you, review. That's how you get under my skin. Yeah, Cody's gonna leave us a bad review now. Oh God, just to get at you. Um, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter, Justin Jerok J O R O A K. That's gonna do it. Next week we're gonna be talking about uh, Valley from Blue Isle Studios. I believe that's what they're called, Blue Isle Entertainment. I think it's Studios. Okay, Blue Isle Studios. Um, it's a first person game, adventure game. We're gonna be talking about that uh, next week. Uh, a little game club and then next week we'll be back with a regular episode of Talking Games. 
So until then, we'll see you later. Goodbye.